0: Um, so it was this big, wide-open kind of living room space, uh, nicknamed the Trash Palace, and I could see why, because it you know, kind of looked like my college you know, apartment.
1: All right, here we go with another uh, test episode. We do love our test episodes. This is what they are, so we have our song intro, which we will soon. But in the meantime, hey, you people. You're listening to High Decibels, an NYC-based live music podcast. We check out the artists we love at New York City venues and beyond and report back to you. I'm Marlia.
0: And I'm James. And this song you're listening to is Stumble by The Living Strange, who I saw at a house show last night at uh, 9 August. And uh, that's who we're going to be talking about today, uh, along with a couple other local acts there. So today's gonna this this one's gonna be a little bit different because this was a sort of a small house party kind of show where there was like maybe twenty of us there three different bands they're all like small kind of up and coming local acts um and it's, it was just like a cool little experience there so like
1: how big was this house was it like the size of my
0: apartment no we're talking we call it a house party but it was an apartment and it was like a living room and it was a pretty big apartment but it was like one of those. Oh, yeah, it's in East Williamsburg, so of course it's, like, this big and, like, six people can live in it kind of thing. Um, So it was this big, wide-open kind of living room space. Uh, Nicknamed the Trash Palace, and I could see why because it, you know, kind of looked like my college, you know, apartment.
1: Do they do other shows, or is this, like, a one-off?
0: Well, so here's the thing. I've caught it on Instagram. Um, I I will say this, and this isn't, like, a knock on them, uh, but my, my buddy Drake that came with me and I... Uh, were de- clearly the strangers there. Everybody else knew each other, whether they were like all in bands or- together or something. But like, especially when the first band was it was starting off and a bunch of people started coming in, um, everybody was like pointing and, and like hugging each other and saying hi. And like, we really did not know anybody. And one person was like, oh, how do you know the, the band? And I'm like, oh no, I just, I follow them on Instagram. I've, I've seen them before a couple of times. Like, oh, that's really cool. You know, and, and they just kind of mentioned that mostly it's like friends here. You know, they, they weren't like, Cold to us or anything like that. I don't want to suggest that because um, they were all super, super friendly. Thought it was like neat that we were like following along, like trying to check out these bands. Um, everybody was like really nice to us, uh, but we clearly were the strangers there. Well, so that's
1: a good thing to know at yeah. least for a house show. And yeah. you know, someone's like, I don't feel like I'm a part of thing. Well, maybe house shows aren't for you. Yeah. But Why would you recommend a house show?
0: So uh, what's really cool about these is uh, that it's super small, super intimate. Um, and it's really just kind of a chance for like bands to get together, show themselves off a little bit, um, support each other. Cause the bands were hanging out the whole time, supporting each other. So the first band had to leave cause they had another show later on. Um, so it was just, uh, you know, if you could catch one of these and it's a band that you like, uh, you know, they just kind of posted this on Instagram and they didn't give an address or anything. They said DM for the address. So I DM'd them. They gave them to me $5 at the door, BYOB kind of thing. So if you want like a very cool, very different live music experience,
1: did you have to pay at the door or did yeah. you buy it in advance? Five
0: dollars at the door. Just come right in. They give you. I still haven't got the sharpie off my hand. They give you. A sounds sound
1: like something things. out of a movie.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, the Saint no Funky Reggae Party. Five dollars at the door here. Um, it's a. It's a, a reference there. You should. You should know that one if you don't. Um, so very cool, though. Yeah, you, you're going to get it's a real kind of old, old school, felt almost like a high school, like where you're just hanging out, seeing your friend's band playing in their basement. The first band came on, or I'm sorry, the second band was like, it's really cool that we're doing one of these and we're not in a basement for once. So like, we're so used to basements. The second band we'll get into it uh, was a boy named John. Uh, they're from Jersey. So they're like, we, we play most of these in basements. So it's cool. They don't have to do that. Um, you know. Don't expect if you're going to go to something like this, obviously, there's no production value. They, they fit everything into like one side and everybody else sat on the other or stood on the other How side. How
1: many people were there about?
0: Maybe 20. Maybe 20, not counting. And, and that's counting the bands though. You know what I mean? Because the bands hung out the whole time. So, not a ton of people or anything. Everybody just brought a couple beers. I th- brought like a small bottle of whiskey myself just because it was easier to carry around. Um, you know, place is trash, but whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm not going there for a, a quality venue. I was just going to see some cool, like, new bands. Um, it's a very, very different experience. Probably not for everybody, but I think that the, it was really, really cool. I've, I've been to stuff like this in the past. It's always fun. Super small, like intimate, kind of um, real classic look at like up and coming bands just just playing together and like getting getting themselves out there as much as possible, doing what they can to do as many shows as possible.
1: Okay, so uh, I think yeah, this overall sounds like a, a really great way to support like a you know, an up and coming band. Personally, I, I would, I would do it. I would do it. I would forego all of the <laughs> sort of creature comforts of an established venue. And uh, I do this. So are you going to talk about uh, any of the other bands that you did not go there to see, but saw? 100%. Are we going to have a, like a clip of that? Oh,
0: yeah, 100%. Uh, Mark keeps trying to get me to get clips Listen, or, right. or
1: I should say, like anything off of Spotify. Like, yeah. are we gonna want that? I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna find stuff off Spotify. This was like one of those kind of things where it was so small, nobody was pulling out their phones except for maybe to check a text. When nobody was standing there posting on Instagram or anything like that, uh, it, it just would have been very kind of poor. Poor taste to pull my phone out in in that kind of an environment. Try and catch clips or recordings of it. So I didn't I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to disrespect them because it is somebody's apartment. I think it's one of the guys from The Living Strange, but they never really said. I'm pretty sure it's one of them.
1: So you didn't like you know throw on the game or something while the
0: no no no. no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wasn't able to follow along, which is good. <laughs> oh, the Yanks didn't win last night, but whatever. We'll, we'll that's that's a gag. We can get to that at another point. Um, but anyway, so since there's really nothing to talk about venue wise, uh, it's some dude's apartment in East Williamsburg, uh, pain in the ass to get out to but that's just cause it's East Williamsburg and it's more of a pain in the ass just cause where I'm coming from. I don't know what it is with New York and with New York city and why they don't want it to be easier to travel around inside your own goddamn borough. Like, does everything have to go to Manhattan and you have to go to Manhattan and then come back to Brooklyn, New York city? Why does yes. that make sense to you? Why does that make sense to anybody? Link up lines better. Anyway, we're gonna move past that.
1: You need to relax.
0: I'm sorry. I do. I breathe deeply. So, um, we're so the band I came to see is the Living Strange. I caught them before. This is uh one of those. Uh, where I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my soapbox. i gonna talk about always go for the opening act. Go when the show starts. Go a little bit after doors. Come for the opening act. So you're gonna see because I discovered these guys. I went to see uh the Parlor Mob. You came to this one. Went to see the Parlor Mob in elsewhere. And it came early enough to see the two opening acts. Both the opening acts were awesome. The other one was Deep Sea Peachtree. I still listen to them. They haven't really come through. The Living Strange, though, is a Brooklyn band. Originally from LA, that's out here, uh, just out doing recordings, and I probably wouldn't have discovered them if I hadn't come there early. Now I've seen them a couple times since. I got to see something like this, so to step the off lead singer is really
1: cute. He looks like Kurt Cobain.
0: Yeah, I called him. Well, the first time we saw him, he was wearing this jumpsuit, so I called him Discount Kurt Cobain. Not really fair because he, you know, that's that's kind of it was kind of mean because he makes really really good music and it's definitely his own. It's not like a knockoff of anything, but his his aesthetics, let's say, is very much Kurt Cobain, Cobain wise, but. They played last, so I kind of want to do this chronologically.
1: Yeah, so I care about some of these openers. Yeah. say who they are, and then maybe you'll send me some Spotify clips, and I'll kind of have that playing under. Like we'll see. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, let's yeah get yeah. In, get into who opened for Living Strange. I'll, I'll
0: I'll step off the the go to the opener soapbox, but go to go to the goddamn openers. Um, anyway, the first band that came on is uh, called Human Man. Um, I know they're from new york they're from somewhere in, in Brooklyn. I, I got to chat with the drummer real, uh, for a little bit. She was really nice, but like I said, they had to go off to another show that actually just so happens to be in my area so i 'm going to try and check them out tomorrow if I can um, they are, are don't really there 's really no info on them online to be perfectly honest with you so they're, what they're are they called very again new human man so very very new so but to talk about their music a little bit. Um, they came across as musically the, the very different band, kind of weird. And but you know me, I like weird bands. Musically, you could almost say they were like rockabilly. You know what I mean? Like they they were definitely playing like it, the rockabilly and like the, some swing in there. Like they had a very kind of old music influence on them. It almost sounded like something out of the fifties or sixties. And then that singer's up there, and he's basically. Like uh, more of a punk style singing, so it's kind of a, a mixture of genres there. I can't really comment on him. The mic that they had was not good, and this was like a problem through the entire thing. But again, it's in somebody's apartment, so you know I, I'm not going to talk about production values. But I can't really comment on how good of a singer he was because it was tough to to actually hear what he was saying. So hopefully, if I do get to see them again soon, because they they're just kind of doing local shows. Uh, maybe I'll be able to get a, a better grasp of the, uh, of his actual ability.
1: So no, like Spotify for these people, uh, Instagram, nothing.
0: No, uh, the most that I've seen was like an, uh, just an old, uh, billing of them where they were an opener and it uh, it said something like really small on it. It's like a four piece from, from New York, something like that. So there's like, they're, they're super new. There's really no info on them. Um, maybe they're on Bandcamp. I wasn't able to find it yet though. Um, so we'll see what we could find on there, but keep your eyes peeled for Human Man. They are very, very good. Uh, they put on a, a great show. They're all clearly very talented musicians. They're they would do like rockabilly stuff, and then they get into more uh, like harder rock kind of influence. And the singer was, you know, kind of you know doing the jumping around, getting very, very um, physical. Uh, you know, pushing around with the guitarist who was getting into it. Clearly, they had some, like, fans in the crowd because they were going in semi-moshing with them and, like, pushing back and forth. Like, he'd uh, go on the ground and, like, kind of thrash around a little bit. You know, you can almost say it was a little much, but uh, it felt, like, natural. It's like, no, this is just, like, the kind of music these guys do, and this guy's just putting out a good, like, performance with it where he's a very physical kind of... uh, uh, front man can't really speak to the charisma behind him or anything like that because again because of the setting um there wasn't too much you could you could do with it
1: sounds like the joe cocker of rockabilly
0: yeah he was not quite like not, not yeah impression. not quite the uh the the bizarre flailing of joe cocker but he was like kind of uh throwing himself around getting very very physical i like stuff like that and uh that's more of a that's definitely something you get more from like a punk show so if you're into that kind of music I think you'll like these guys, even though that sort of rockabilly influence might be very, very different so for a lot of people. So it's
1: human, H-U-M-A-N, man, man, separate word, M-A-N. Two separate words,
0: yes. Okay. Two separate words. Human, man, uh, nice people. They talked to me quickly afterwards because they mentioned where they're going to be. They went there last night, and they're going to go again tomorrow, and that just so happens to be like in my area. So I'm like, all right, I'll check you guys out. I know them. Uh, I know that I know that spot. I go there all the time. Um, so definitely human, man, if, you're, if you... See anything about them, I'd recommend checking them out, Um, especially if they're doing like a smaller show. You know, catch them now. Who knows if they're ever going to be big, but, you know, you could say you saw them. But not too much to say other than that because I can't even get clips or more info on them. don't even really know where they're going to be afterwards.
1: I love Rockabilly. Mm -hmm. I would totally be down with that. No one's doing that anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was cool to definitely hear like a genre that's, you know, they're kind of pulling these old influences. And, uh, you know, I I like a, a fusion of genres like that. Uh, you know, I, I I hate the term avant-garde because it's so uh, pretentious, to be honest. But they are kind of like an avant-garde sort of uh, uh, style with that, where the music they play is not the same as like the lyrics they're throwing out there. Um, and it's sort of like they build up with a rockabilly thing and then go off into a more sort of punk rock kind of uh, a vibe to their music there. So if you're into if you're interested in, like, a different kind of music, uh, hearing a different kind of music genre, but also, like, into punk, these would be, uh, uh, this is a good act for you to maybe check out sometime.
1: Cool. So uh, what else What else you got? Who else?
0: All right, next band. Uh, it's a bunch of kids from Jersey that came up. They called A uh, Boy Named John. Uh, and so here's the thing. Uh, super different. Then uh, all three of the bands were super, super different. So you get the opening band. They're all, you could say all of them have a punk influence. Fine. I mean, what, what, what? underground band these days doesn't right now but uh they are definitely like very punk influenced but also very sort of that post melodic post hardcore kind of sound um where and i i think i thought their drummer was super talented because i was hearing some prog stuff in there with the way the uh um Just the measures that he was doing the the meter and everything that he was using uh it was really really interesting stuff that they were doing musically uh there were six piece um, and sometimes you go up there and you're like, oh man, you just kind of wanted your buddy to come along. Didn't you? Like, you don't need that third guitarist, but no, they, everybody was doing something different. They had the, uh, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't even say there was like a lead guitarist. There was definitely a guy doing, um, more like it wasn't just like chords in the background rhythm guitarists. Like he was doing a lot of our, uh, uh um. Uh, like walking stuff and, and uh, throwing out a lot of like musical notes there, and then they had a guy that was keys and guitar who was adding a lot of layers to it. Uh, if you're gonna have a band that's got like a bunch of a bunch of members to it, just just layer it properly. Don't just have like a, th- a second person playing the rhythm. You know what I mean? They they really layered it. Everybody was kind of doing something that was playing off each other. So they so- had sort of that really. Uh, one of the cool things that I like about post-hardcore stuff, not exactly my favorite genre, but I always like a sort of like very big kind of full sound, uh, uh, your Pink Floyd kind of, or, or, or like the song I always point to is um, uh, Epic Faith and no Omore, you know, that sort of big sound that they have with it. There. You know what I'm talking about with that. I do dunk. not like that song. Oh, you get to, too bad. <laughs> it's a classic and you know it. it's a banger. But that sound that they have where it's this, yeah, where it's, or it's this huge kind of uh, really fill in the room sort of sound, and you'll like this. The guy pulled out a trumpet every now and then, which was a uh, uh, which was pr- pretty cool that he was throwing that on top of it.
1: Okay, I like them now. This is a boy named John, right? A
0: boy named John. Yeah. yeah. So a uh, little bit of the, about them. They are from North Jersey. I did get to talk to one of the guitarists a little bit afterwards. Um, he said that their scene is really like sort of that North Jersey Trenton kind of scene there, but they're you know they're starting to try and branch out a little bit. Um, right now they're doing stuff. Uh, tonight they're with The Living Strange again in Philly Tomorrow they're going to be back in Jersey and Asbury Park With The Living Strange That's uh, I'm going to throw this out there That's really all I know about both of them They just said that they're trying to do Like a little get out of their scene a bit But their scene is that sort of North Jersey uh, Trenton scene So if you're out there And you're interested in that kind of music Like I said it's very punk, post-hardcore Kind of influence. there Big sound uh, I thought that drummer was incredible So just just go to check him out if nothing else
1: and we, do but, uh, we they have a Spotify?
0: They do, so okay, we'll yeah. We'll put a link in. Yeah, we, we can. I was able to find them, and I actually got one of them on Facebook too. He was a, the that guitarist that I was talking to afterwards. Super nice guy, and uh, he just said, "Yeah, they're gonna try and come back through New York City now a little bit more, just just kind of uh, you know take take those steps out of their current scene a little bit." Um, but if you're in that area and you don't know them, they, they do got quite a few listens on Spotify. I will say, so they definitely have a following. Um, but it must be in that scene because I hadn't, you know, haven't really seen him around yet out here. But uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. A boy named John, very, very good. Um, sort of like longer songs, kind of thing, which is why that prog, uh sort of influence kind of came into it. Sort of longer songs, big build up, start really, really slow for like a minute, and then they get into some real like heavy kind of pounding music. Um, that and like I said, it's very, very layered and and sort of this. Big sound that comes with that, which you know I didn't necessarily expect in such a small little venue. They would do well with like a, a, a larger venue where they could really spread that sound out. But they were saying it's like, yeah, I don't know. We're used to like playing basements and that kind of thing. We're just that's just the way our band is right now. Um, so they're traveling around a bit. Keep your keep your ears and eyes peeled for a boy named John. Um, and we can link that to Spotify there because I, I do would like yeah, to get Yeah, and some if exposure. we can,
1: if you have a link uh, to uh, their tour whatever their future dates i mean that too
0: yeah maybe we could find that um but like i said even they were just like yeah we just got a couple shows like right now otherwise we're just doing shows in the trenton scene so if you're in that north jersey trenton scene keep keep your keep your eyes peeled for them and and give them a listen give them a watch uh very very good super nice guys too so there's always something to say about that
1: cool cool so uh where we at now you you but I'm assuming these are the two opportunities you want to talk about. Yep. You have a, you ready to, to dive into uh, the headliner?
0: Yeah. All right. it's hardly a headliner thing. You know what I mean? Well,
1: okay. Yeah. You know, it was their thing. They yeah. organized it. Yeah. That's who you went there to see.
0: Right. I, I went there because I know them. Um, You have seen them now. This would be the fourth time now. So they're one of those bands that it's never, it's never expensive to see them because they're still just a very... Um, very new kind of band so if I get the chance I'll usually yeah hell yeah I'll throw in 10 bucks to go see these guys they've done this uh, similar thing in the past they've, uh, where they call it Strange Fest and it's all just like local bands that come out Um, you came to one I of them I love uh, Strange Fest yeah yeah it was really cool they had another one a couple weeks ago that I unfortunately had to miss I, I had intended to go to but um, I wasn't able to go. I don't remember why exactly, but I was not able to go to that. But they, they, they'll they do it again. So if you're in the Brooklyn area, and I think they do like Lower Queens too, uh, Google Sh- Living Strange, Google Strange Fest, because uh, that's your chance to see a bunch of local acts that you might not have caught yet that you might end up really, really enjoying because uh, it, it was a really cool time. We went with a couple other friends, um, uh, had a, just a bunch of cool stuff going on. That was at Brooklyn Flea, right? Yes. Or um Brooklyn Night Bazaar.
1: What right. Yeah, it not Brooklyn
0: like, Fleet. It was Bur- like
1: this weird yeah. like it looked it used to look, it looked like it used to be like an old like catering hall yeah. or something like that. It was yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
0: Brooklyn Brooklyn Night Bazaar, I think it was. Um so, but to talk about the actual band, so the um, from what I know about them, because like they're they're still pretty new. I've just chatted. Oh, did he wear the mechanic suit today? No, uh, uh, he took his pants off though. So nice. Yeah, yeah, he was standing up there pantsless. So we'll we'll get into that. That these guys are, are are kind of like an antics sort of band. But um, they, I know the the singer guitarist frontman of it. From what I gather, I know he can't. He's originally from L.A. He moved out to New York with the intention of starting a band. Um, he's really like the creative force behind it. Um, I know that much. Uh, very, very good guitarist. Um, some of the songs, hopefully, that we uh, spliced in here, like just great riffs. The one that we opened with, um, I, I just really fucking love that riff. Every time I, I hear it, I just I, I gotta headbang the hell out of it because it's a really, really good riff. Um, cool, good music. Um, it's a four piece. Um, this time we saw them, uh, they do have a keyboardist. Uh, he wasn't there with was some girl was filling in for him. I got to chat her up real quick afterwards. She's just like, yeah, I'm just filling in the next couple of days. But I got to tell you, she was really good. I was standing right next to her the entire time. And I kept watching her hands out there. Um, and she, she was having a lot of fun too. Cause like when there was a part where, uh, there wasn't a lot of keys, she actually jumped into her crowd. I guess she had a couple friends in there and started trying to mosh them and everything. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was really, really cool. Really fun. Um, but, uh, so they're musically, um, you know, you, you're thinking that that you know the discount Kurt Cobain thing was, is a little bit rude, but there is definitely clearly it's like that's just
1: that, like what he looks like. Yeah. It's not like
0: I, I any say reflection
1: music. of him as an artist. It's yeah. purely aesthetic. Yeah, he's got to yeah. know.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. I don't think he's hiding that. Um, but so he's very, very good musicians. All of them. Uh, it's definitely sort of a, a garage rock. That sort of '90s garage rock grunge sound too, with a lot of punk influence. But they like actually, you know, know how to play their their instruments, and in, like a lot of punk bands that just go out there and uh, just you know throw power chords together. Not not to like talk shit about punk. I don't think I'm I'm telling a whole lot of punk fans that the bands that they like aren't that good as musicians. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a huge Matt and Kim fan, and even Matt and Kim will tell you they're not that good as musicians. <laughs> uh, it's just they make good music. But these guys are actually very very talented. Like um, they, they do different stuff with uh, the instruments that they have. You know what I mean? They, they bring out different sounds, let's put it that way, for all the uh, instruments that they have. You get a little bit of a, like, gr- a grungy kind of noise rock that goes along with it. Um, and they, they're sort of, I, I kind of call them like an antics band where they're up there kind of goofing off with each other. It doesn't feel forced though at all. Like they, they just kind of play along with each other. I did get to talk to him, the one guy, and he's, uh, he's like, yeah, we never do a set list. We just kind of get up there. Like we agree what song we're going to play first and then one of us might just like start playing the next one afterwards. I'm like, all right, guess we're playing that one. Or they'll turn to each other and go, Hey, you guys want to do this one? No. All right, let's do that one. So it's very kind of free form with them. Um, They'll sort of like, one of them will look at the other and they might start goofing off with them, like kind of messing with them while, while they're playing. Like they're up there playing a riff and uh, like, clearly they were just kind of, you know, I I know the song and they, there isn't like a a whole minute there of this riff, but they started doing that. And then they'd reach over, like mess with each other's strings and that kind of thing um like they'd be playing something and he turned to the drummer behind him they had this like beat up old piano behind him and as they're playing along goes hey plunk the strings a little bit like messing around he went up there pantsless you know what i mean it's like they just do
1: i feel like he did that at strange fest yeah it might be a a thing yeah
0: he's not a huge fan of pants i've definitely seen him him pantsless twice now um nice nice um, but they do, like, uh, I think that same Strange Fest, like, where the keyboardists ran around, like, painting people. Um, you know what I mean? I so, could have done
1: without him. Yeah.
0: So they definitely are, like, they're, but but it doesn't, I feel like I, I've seen bands that are, like, trying too hard when they do that. And when I see these guys do it, it's like, no, they're just, like, having fun. It's just the kind of dudes that they are. Is they're just fucking weird, and they, like, messing with people and that kind of thing and, and messing with the fans a little bit. Uh, which is a little easier to do when you clearly know everybody in in this small crowd, but I just I always really really like their music. Um, they were definitely like they're getting up there and like that's when everybody was like really really into it, headbanging along and that kind of thing and dancing along. And the whole crowd was going for it. Um, so they definitely have a, a, a very big energy kind of band. Um, if you if you like punk, if you like rock, if you got some grunge in you, this is a band to really really check out because they got a bit of all of that with them um, and just like a good quality rock music package that's really going to get you kind of moving if, if that's the sort of thing that you like.
1: I'm really glad that you had a good time at that show, mm. and uh, sorry I had to miss that one, but um, I was a Natalie Press, which is a separate episode, which you may have already heard. Um, so it seems like that about wraps it up, yeah? And maybe you have a, uh, an outro clip for us if you do um, well. Then that's playing right now. Yeah. And what might it, what might it be, Jim? You know what?
0: Uh, if we're able to get it, we're going to use Eye Contact because that's a really, really good song.
1: All right. So hopefully that is playing right now. Uh-
0: so uh, check them out. The Living Strange. Uh, on They are on Spotify. They do have an Instagram account, so you, it's pretty easy to find them. Um, and again, like, I was able to find the show just because they posted on their Instagram, like, hey, we're going to do this show, DM us for the address. So if you like some of these real, like, new up-and-coming underground bands, that's a good way to f- just follow them on social media. They'll give you, they'll drop little crumbs for you about, like, hey, come see us at this, at this little show here that, you know, not a whole lot of people are going to be at.
1: Yeah, and seriously, like, I, I'm a big fan of this because a lot of people were like, oh, you know, I can't afford to go to you know concerts and all of this and it's like what a joy it is especially if you live in new york city or if you live in like seattle portland la you know uh these major yeah austin these major metropolitan areas uh you have the opportunity to check out some of these artists like that are up and coming i mean yeah maybe they're still working out the kinks and whatever but there's this raw talent out there that just hasn't quite you know Hit that Hit that stride yet And um, th- These are some of my I mean Don't get me wrong I, I love um, To see an established uh, Act that I've been a fan of For years and years and years But um, It's also a lot of fun To go check out Someone that's like Completely new And unknown And You know Anybody that uh, that is listening right now That's you know A performer of any kind Like do this You know what I mean Even if you aren't a musician But You know if, you could relate. You know what I'm saying. If you are putting out creative content, like, yeah, go out there and and you know certainly check these guys out on, on the social media, which we'll we'll link. But um, also support them. Support support their work live. All right, let's like uh, I think we're all good here. So we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you again. You've been listening to High Decibels, and we'll talk to you.